And welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight. You're on 97.5 FM KNMO. If you're listening on the uh, Double K Country, Sunny 99.9 podcast on uh, demand. Appreciate you joining us tonight. It's time to talk Nevada Lady Tiger basketball in our first segment. Of course, we'll have boys basketball with head coach Sean Gray later and Nevada Lady Tiger wrestling with their head coach, Jared Alexander. Ben Aberg got that interview a little bit later on in the program. But uh, Lady Tiger head coach Blake Howard joins us now. Coming off a couple of wins, uh, one in conference play, one non-conference last night. But uh, rolling right along. Uh, what, 14 wins on the year now, right? Uh, 15, 15, 15 after sorry, last 15, night, yeah. 15 uh, right. Yeah, we are, Mike. I mean, our girls... Yeah, I take one night off and I forget. That's all right. I mean, everybody gets a day off. I guess night off. <laughs> I was whatever. working. I was just on the other side. I, was on the, I went north while you went south. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're 15, and I think it's 7 right now is where we're yeah. setting at. And, and uh, you know, our girls have done a really good job. I'm, I'm really proud of how our girls have responded uh, to the adversity, I guess, we had early in our season, but uh, really gl- really proud of the way that these girls are, are playing and the way that they have uh, r- really responded over the last few weeks. Yeah, you break it down. You've actually won your last four. You won eight of your last nine. Of course, that, uh, that one loss to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, which in the championship of the Friday night tournament, and I, again, I know you'd like to have back yeah. <laughs> or have another opportunity to play it, but it's just the way things went that day. Uh, but we're going to go back. we got two games to talk about in the last week. I mean, we're going to kind of breeze through those, to be honest with you, because we want to save time, uh, enough time for what's coming up uh, for Nevada, especially on Friday when they're playing for a Big 8 West title. So let's first of all go back to the, the Cassville game. Uh, pick up a 54-32 win last Friday. A lot going on. Uh, uh, courtwarming night. Congratulations to Claire Swearingen, courtwarming mm-hmm. queen, and uh, senior night as well. So a lot going on on Friday, but your team still managed to, to put together a 22-point victory. Absolutely. And that was the thing, I guess the message that was uh, said to the girls pregame was there's a lot of distractions, and, and if we don't come out and play the, the correct way, all that's going to be wasted. And so uh, it was a big night for Claire to go out and, and be the Courtwarming queen and uh, very deserving. She's a, a great uh, basketball player, but obviously she's also a, a great friend and, and a classmate. So uh, very proud of her for that and, and accomplishing that. And then senior night, uh, you know, pretty emotional night. Kind of kind of crazy to think about that we were at that point in our season uh, to be celebrating senior night. So uh, the girls had the boards over there and looking at all those pictures. You know, obviously uh, brings back a lot of a lot of memories and and joyful times, but also uh, some tears because we are losing four uh, great seniors uh, after this season's over with. So uh, we had a chance to. honor them and, and recognize them and so uh, very thankful for that but yeah it was a very busy night and a uh, very successful night on the girls side for sure we got the the JV win and uh, got a good uh, conference win in the varsity game as well yeah senior night for Clara Swearingen Katie Johnson Kara Phillips and Lake and Applegate I think we covered all that on last week's program as well as uh, during uh, the uh, interviews on the game on Friday but uh, congrats to them big turnover and they're all four starters so big turnover coming up uh, for next season but uh you don't have to worry about that for a while no yet. so let's uh talk about the game itself obviously a Cassville team that you know was 10 and 10 three and one in conference play you know certainly no weak sisters coming in and you jump out to a 22 to 3 lead uh really took uh, really jumped on them hard there early and I think that was the deciding factor early Mike was uh the way that we came out and, and played defense and set that tone early uh Cassville did a really good job shooting the basketball uh that's probably some of the best shooting that I had seen them uh shoot and and perform uh you know i knew they had potential but they did 
they uh, they did uh, miss a lot of shots. And so uh, I thought our girls did a really good job rebounding against a team like that. They did have a little bit of height and, and a little bit of size. And uh, Lakin and KJ on the inside did a really good job with that. So I was really proud of them for that. But uh, Kara, Kaylee, and Clara flying around, getting a lot of deflections and, and steals, uh, really set that uh, performance up there in that first half and really separated us from, from Cassville there in that first half. Well, maintain a uh, by 17 at half, uh, 22 at the end of the third, and kind of looked like the boys gave a pleasant hit last night, to be honest with you. It kind of yeah. went along the same line, but uh, but you got the opportunity after three quarters of play, actually before the third quarter came to an end, to, with uh, some important games coming up to, to get the, the frontline players out and get the JV squad in there, and uh, they finished things up. So, all in all, a very productive night. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that, that's the way – we should be playing against teams like that. We set our schedule up uh, for us to be successful in conference. And so, uh, you know, the first half of our season is very difficult, very competitive, and our girls uh, battle through that and, and have put themselves in a very um, good position, not only in conference, but at the end of, or towards the end of our season. So, uh, like you said, um, you know, moments ago about winning eight of our last nine, I mean, that's that's really impressive for our girls and, and how far we've came. So, uh, they put the work in and they're competing and, and very proud of them uh, for that and how they performed against Cassville uh, last week. Took a little break uh, from uh, Big A West played last night uh, to travel down to Neosho to take on Lady Wildcats, a team out of the COC. So you know you always have the potential to see good talent when you head into the COC. Took the trip to Neosho last night. Eventually found your way to the gym yeah. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> with the maze that they've built down there now, <laughs> and uh, come back with a sixty to twenty three victory. And again, good start, sixteen to eight, uh, and uh, had things in hand by half, thirty six fifteen. Again, I didn't see the game. I was with the boys last night, so I'll let you break it down how things went. Well, I mean, it started off, I think, they, they might even score it first, Mike, but uh, they do. They have legit size inside. Uh, I would say one of them's probably 6'1", legit 6'1", and the other one's probably pushing that. Uh, we saw the Washington girl number 11 last year, and you know how lengthy uh, she is. And so uh, she got the first bucket for him, and then after that, uh, we really buckled down on the defensive end. Uh, we got plenty of steals uh, there in that first quarter and first half. But the way that – we ran the floor last night. It was really fun to watch. Uh, Kara Phillips uh, was point guard for us a couple times, and <laughs> she was getting steals, and and uh, she was some she was finding and making some uh, unbelievable passes. Uh, she did a really good job. Uh, the one that stands out to me was she was attacking. Loose was in the corner on the right, and I didn't even see Clara in the picture. I thought she was going to kick it to Loose for an open corner three. And she makes a, a no-look pass, bounce pass to Clara. Clara comes out of nowhere, left-handed layup, wide open. I mean, it was it was incredible. Uh, it was very fun to watch. Uh, but that, that kind of just talked uh, about our night. You know, we did a really good job on the offensive end, valuing the basketball. Um, Lakin, I don't know if she hit a three last night, but a lot of opportunities. Uh, and so really proud of the way that our girls – shared the basketball uh, and was very patient on the uh, offensive end but their height that was the big thing Mike that we talked about uh, with our girls and then their point guard number 15 uh, very good uh, if you allow her to have those open looks and have her feet set ready to catch and shoot a three uh, she's very capable of knocking those down so our girls did a really good job of communicating and knowing where she was uh, at the top of the key and, and on the wings and then Lakin and KJ uh, did a great job in our 1-3-1 
one, and then Clara Lakin, uh, Kara, and KJ, when we changed it up and went to a 2-3 zone, did a great job of, of rebounding and not allowing second and third opportunities last night. 27 points in three quarters uh, for uh, Clara Swearns and last night. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and cover this, uh, and we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week as mm-hmm. well. But the, <clears throat> pardon me, the 27 points, but they're at 1628, 1,628 career points. Uh, 12 points behind Hillary Adams at uh, 1640, and uh, odds are she'll get that done on Friday night, but uh, now that she's within shouting range of being the number two all-time career scoring leader, and for those who don't know, she will not become number one, no chance of no. that you, that's a whole another stratosphere to get yeah, to Lori Nichols uh, but uh, will at some point become the number two all-time career scoring leader in Nevada Lady Tiger basketball history uh, what an what an achievement because this is that's that is not no. an easy achievement you got to you got to produce all four years to get that done absolutely but that we've been sp- talking about Claire for the last four years and and that is what she's capable of I mean she has earned this her whole career the extra times I mean you talk to people and if they've ever drove past the Swearingen's house when Claire, Claire was little she was outside shooting uh, she's put her time in at the Y in practice in gyms uh, summer after summer year after year and so uh, she's earned this it's not just one of those uh, walk in and, and have an entitled to it Clara busted her butt for this opportunity and so uh, the work that she's put in over the the years it, it's paying off and and you know I, i'm very happy for her. she's deserving of this uh and she's put a ton of time so uh yeah you know i like to think with i think we have four regular season games left now uh and it hopefully knock on wood it's gonna happen and it could happen on friday uh but regardless of that and i tried to talk to her about it the other day and she had no idea mike that's that's the kind of kid she is she doesn't care about stuff like that uh it's a it's a really big deal uh once she achieves it and uh you know she just wants to play she wants to play with her her teammates she wants to have fun and she wants to win with her team and and represent nevada lady tiger basketball the best she can and she's done a a great job of that and and we're very proud of her for it but uh yeah she's very deserving and and it's it's right there and uh no doubt she's going to go finish it and finish it correctly and on the right foot. Well, hopefully it'll be as part of a uh, winning of winning a Big A West title coming up on Friday night. Uh and uh, that's against the McDonald County Lady Mustangs. Of course, we'll, by the way, just to kind of put a button on that, we'll, of course, keep tabs on that on Friday yeah. during the broadcast from McDonald County against uh, the Lady Mustangs. And uh, But that's the key thing on Friday. That's the game against McDonald County. It, uh, we kind of, you kind of saw it from two months ago <laughs> when yeah. things started rolling. And uh, we've been talking about the, the, the showdown was, was set up to be had, and that's what's going to happen. Both teams 5-0 and in conference play. And uh, – uh, it's going to be a big night uh, down there in McDonald County, and uh, that's probably homecoming or coring or senior night or something down there. Every time I think everything, there, actually. Every, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say every time we go down there, they're doing something. Yeah. So uh, we can always count on a late night. Uh, so, but at any rate, boy, what a game. This is, And this is why you play these games uh, for games like you're going to have on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll beat you to the punch, Mike. Uh, pack a lunch for Friday. All right. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a long night, but it's going to be a fun filled night. So uh, pack a lunch and get down there and come out. Really and doing I, I really think it is. Yeah, okay. I really think it is. Okay. <laughs> I know it's it's the senior night because they're doing uh, that before our our game. Okay, uh, but it, there might be court warming too. I'm not 100, percent but it, it will be a, a pack night. So, uh, yeah, Mike. I mean, we we saw them early in this Carl Junction tournament. Uh, a lot of frustrations, um, but you know that's been in our back of our mind. Not necessarily the loss that we took to them, but. Um, 
the chance for us to win a Big 8 West championship. And so uh, our girls have put the work in. They put themselves in this position. And so uh, the, the time is now. Uh, it's here. And so uh, our girls have battled to be 5-0 and in, in Big 8 West. And, you know, uh, now we got to go get that, that last one here to, to win the Big 8 West championship. And, you know, it's not going to be an easy task. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a difficult one. Uh, we're going to have to play really good Lady Tiger basketball. Uh, just going to be the same stuff that we've been talking about the last several weeks in games, Mike. We're going to have to come out on the defensive end and set the tone. Uh, they out-rebounded us in the Coral Junction tournament, so that's going to be another key factor that we have to win uh, are the boards. And so uh, if we want to get that dub on Friday night, we're going to have to come out and compete uh, and play really good basketball. Uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at the stats, but it's a pretty even matchup uh, yeah. between scoring, points held, uh, the opponents that we've played against, uh, pretty similar scores. So uh, we're going to have to come out and and it's going to have to be uh, the execution on defense and, and communication and, and not allowing them to uh, get a, any momentum or full head of steam uh, downhill. That's what the Martin girl wants to do, but also second and third opportunities off the boards. Well, and you might, you've partly answered this question, but uh, you played them in your third game of the season back in late November. As you said, the Carl Junction Tournament, let's be honest, wasn't even competitive. Yep. 63-35, McDonald County won the game. What's the big difference between then and now? Well, a lot of it's the defensive end. Uh, I mean, if you look at the turnovers we're causing per game now, I mean, it's up there. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I know that we're getting a lot of steals. We're frustrating teams. We're locking teams down on defense. We're locking down best players on defense. We're uh, limiting second and third opportunities. And so when you start doing stuff like that, uh, you're going to build a, a good resume, and that's what we've done. Uh, is our girls have done a really good job of coming out on the defensive end, uh, talking, flying around. Uh, communicating, just just having fun is what it boiled down to. I mean, there was a lot of frustration in that game, <laughs> third game of the season, uh, and there's still some frustrations here and there. But for the most part, Mike, we're, we're playing together uh, and we're, we're seeing girls step into different roles. We've been talking about that uh, there those first few weeks of our season, trying to find girls to step into roles. Uh, and that's another thing that our girls have done. Lakin, Lucy, Peyton, uh, Kaylee Holcomb, KJ, I mean, all these girls are stepping, Kara stepping into a different, these girls girls had a lot of different things that they had to uh, figure out and understand and you know it took us a little bit but we're at the point in our season where I feel like our girls are understanding a lot of what we wanted to accomplish and and that's why we are ready to play and, and go and play for the Big 8 West Championship. Well they got that win back in November prior to that you had beaten McDonald County four, four straight seasons uh, going back to uh uh, 20, uh, 2021 uh, started that streak. Uh, they had won at the, uh, the Carl Junction Classic in 2020. And actually, I did not even actually realize this until I started digging into it, getting ready for this interview today. Uh, McDonald County has not had a winning season since 2015. Wow. This is their first winning season since in, in eight years. Yeah. And, uh, 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 since 2015. So what has been the, the turnaround for them this season, I guess? Uh, and uh, is it just experience? I mean, I know they got some young players martin's not a she's a sophomore if, yeah. I, if I remember right uh so uh they've had an influx obviously of talent but obviously so i'm assuming matured as well absolutely i think that's 
spot on, Mike. You know, I, I think, you know, they, they brought in Sean Crane and, and he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He he mixes up a lot of different things and he throws some things that not a lot of teams see. And so whenever you have that that stuff in your back pocket, uh, you throw that out and, you know, it, it's difficult. You catch teams off guard and he's done that the last few years and you've seen that. Uh, the 2-3 chaser, he does a 1-3-1. Uh, watching film today, uh, they go man and they'll just randomly send <laughs> girls to try to trap and rotate mm-hmm. and so uh you know they're they have a a, a you know a, a lot of different defenses that we got to do a good job of of knowing and, and being aware of that and having our head on a swivel but um yeah i mean over the besides the martin girl mike you know they have experience and you know they got a couple seniors some juniors and so being a part of a program for multiple years, you see uh, the experience and understand uh, the expectation of what they want to accomplish. And, you know, they, they've have they've earned this. They've been, you know, flirting with 500 the last couple of years. And, you know, I think they've even battled for a district championship the last couple of years. And, yeah, they won a district title with a 13 and 16 right Yeah, see? So, I mean, like like they're right there. Uh, and so even in the, the Big 8, you know, we've been we've played them the last couple of years for the Big 8 championship. And so, uh, West championship. And so, I mean, you know, they're they're on the uphill climb and uh, it's just experienced years uh, instead of having a huge turnover they might just lose one or two girls and they have some girls to step into those roles and and fill those voids so uh, between coach crane and the girls buying into the system uh, they become a, a very competitive ball club down there well, and certainly one of the big differences from the first meeting, which seems like eons ago now as well, and I mentioned you won eight of your last nine. Well, McDonald County's won nine of their last ten. So it figures to be a heck of a matchup. Also, since that time, you've got much more scoring production than you had at that point. Like an Applegate coming on like she yeah. has and others. So offensively, they can't just concentrate on number two out there. No, and, and that's what I love too about this team and what we've grown into, Mike, is because uh, early on it seemed like we did. We, we depended on Clara to do a ton of stuff. And, um, you know, I'm sure there was a little frustration and, and fatigue happening with Clara because she was carrying the workload. And that's not the case. Uh, that's what I love about this team and how we're playing is we are sharing the basketball and multiple girls are stepping up and scoring. Even if it's just a couple points, Mike, that, that takes a lot of a lot of pressure off of Clara and uh, other girls that think I got to score to help out. I got to score and start forcing and not shooting with confidence. And so when you eliminate that pressure, uh, good things happen. And we see that and we've been seeing that. And so uh, I love the way that a lot of girls like Lakin have stepped up. Kaylee Holcomb's knocked down some shots here uh, down the stretch. Katie J. Katie J. again last night, Mike, undersized and continued to go mm-hmm. get. She got layups. I mean, you just, it's great to see these girls and, and who they are and how uh, they've stepped into these roles and, and stepped into it with confidence. Very proud of them for that. Yeah, I think she's going to be a big factor on Friday. She has to be. be. Yeah, that's the thing. She has to be. And she knows that. And she's been doing that the last couple games now, Mike. And and she's going to continue to do that. Uh, You know, I I have a lot of trust and faith in Katie Johnson and and Kara, too. Uh, The way Kara is able to stretch the floor with her athleticism has got to be key for us, too. I don't know if I remember. You didn't play your 1-3-1 against them, uh, against McDonald County. So, uh, not that they're sitting here listening and spying on us here, but uh, so you got that little surprise. Well, they've seen your video, but they know what it. you're doing. Yeah, but uh, but uh, they didn't have to play against it the first time. No, and and that's something that we've talked about is is we were trying to figure out our identity on defense too. Uh, you know, we we thought we wanted to be a man team. We wanted to be a full court man team with our athleticism mm-hmm. and quickness, and you know, unfortunately, that didn't didn't fit the mold. And so, why continue to stress or put our girls in, in poor positions when let's use what we have and, and to our advantage? And so. 
So uh, playing that one three one in our two three zone, it, it's really good, Mike. It's fun to watch. Our girls believe in it, and so when you have girls that believe in what you're doing and have confidence, they don't think they just play ball. And so that's something that we've seen and noticed over uh, the last several games is is that too. But yeah, we didn't show that. We barely showed a two three zone. We were behind the majority of the game, and so we had to stay into uh, the man to man. And you know, after the night before against Springdale, uh, not a lot of gas left in the tank there <laughs> down the stretch. So um, we had a lot of things to figure out, and our girls have done so. And uh, once again, very proud of them for that. Well, we'll look forward to it Friday. I always look. They always have a great atmosphere down there. Well, if they're doing, if they do have Coral being a senior night, and it probably means they have their meal around the world too. Oh, so yeah. well, all the food out there in the lobby. So that's that's fun. Yeah. So, but uh, at any rate, but we know it's gonna be a great atmosphere. They have a rocket student section down there, and usually a very good crowd down there in Anderson. Again, it's a countywide school, so you get a lot of people in from around the area. Yeah. So it's a great atmosphere to play in. It should be a, a very fun Friday night. Absolutely. I mean, it's super night. So boys are gonna be down there too. Yep. So I mean, it's it's a boy girl doubleheader, and it's it's gonna be fun. I mean, it's always fun to go down there and play. So uh, we got to go down there, take care of business, and and hopefully spoil some senior nights and uh, court warming if that is the case down there on Friday night. You still have three games on Friday, right? A freshman. We junior. do not have a freshman Don't game. Freshman so yeah, game. we got okay. word of that. Uh, I think okay. on Tuesday, no freshman <laughs> game for us. So it's just JV at four thirty. Year in it. It is. Teams are dropping off uh, yep. like flies as far as personnel goes. I know, and I hate it because I, I want so many games for our freshmen so that way they can continue to uh, develop and understand the point of practice is so <laughs> we can go play. And unfortunately, uh, they do not have a game on Friday. All right. Well, JV and varsity for uh, the girls coming up on Friday night down McDonald County. Varsity game should be around six. Our pregame will be about five forty for that broadcast, and we'll talk about all those broadcast plans, uh, which will include Nevada Mode TV on Friday night in the final segment of the program. We got one other game to talk about. We know who's on the schedule. We don't know if it'll stay that way, and uh, that's the Big Eight crossover, the Big Eight overall, Big Eight crossover game on Monday. Right now, Nevada is scheduled to play at Reed Spring against the Lady Wolves on Monday night in their Big Eight crossover. That could change uh, if Nevada wins on Friday at McDonald County. When Nevada would play the number one team out of the Big Eight East, which is going to be one of three teams, <laughs> uh, they'll decide this on Thursday night, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Marshfield, Logan, Rogersville, and Aurora. Marshfield is five. Logan Rogersville is four and one. Aurora is four and one. Marshfield and Logan Rogersville play each other tomorrow night. What throws the old stink in the ointment here? or the flight in the ointment here, is that Aurora has a win over Logan Rogersville. So you could have three teams tie for first who all have a win against one of those other two teams. And uh, it's going to go, it would go deep into the tiebreakers. The easiest thing and the most likely thing that will happen is that Marshfield wins over Logan Rogersville tomorrow night. Marshfield, we know it's talented. Yep. And, but you saw Logan Rogersville. They're young, but they're talented. Yep. That should be a heck of a game they're going to have tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, it'd be exciting to watch. That. Hopefully it's aired somewhere. I don't know if they have uh, live TV down there, but if YouTube or something. Uh, let me but see, Before we see where that's uh, at. Obviously, I'm not making that journey <laughs> down towards Springfield <laughs> at all. If it's at Marshfield, I'm, they do have a live video stream. Okay. If it's at Logan Rogersville, I don't uh, know that uh, Marshfield makes that trip. They might. They, yeah. Chances, your best bet is Marshfield. Okay. Uh, but but, you know, we'll definitely check it out. I mean, it's going to be a big one. Uh, like you said, I I feel like uh, I think Marshfield and Logan Rogersville has already played each other earlier in the season, but it wasn't for conference. Uh, so they, they know each other. Uh, and, it, you know, maybe they, they sneak one in and it could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But Marshfield has had that that sophomore class that are now seniors for the last several years, three years. Uh 
5'10", 5'11", every single one of them uh, can shoot outside, can go inside, post up, rebound, dribble. Uh, they're a very solid basketball team, Mike. And so when you have that many girls on the floor, uh, it's hard to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Logan Rogersville, they have three with the Kibby girl. Uh, the, the shooter, I just blanked on her name, and then the post player inside. You know, they have three. Marshfield has five. And so uh, they can extend but also have some mismatches throughout the game. So uh, I think you're spot on. I think it probably is going to be Marshfield. Field, but you know, I I thought Blue Springs was going to be Bartlesville in the in the uh, front act tournament, yeah, and that that also changed. So you know, things could happen, and you, whatever happens, happens. We just got to be ready to go on Monday, whoever we play. That East Division is tough. I mean, Aurora yeah. sixteen and two. And they're sitting there waiting to see what happens between Marshfield and Logan Rogersville. Yeah, and you know that that's the thing too is I, I've heard Aurora's really good, and and they're actually young, Mike. Mm-hmm. They're juniors and sophomores. Yeah, that they're are both playing. well for next year. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, <laughs> coming over into the just that one Big Eight uh, conference, it's going to be and interesting. We'll have talent. Yeah, they, well. everybody's going to return everybody, but us. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be you know uh, waving goodbye to our seniors, and unfortunately, everybody else is going to uh, be returning everybody from their lineups. Well. We're going to see how the, the scenarios work out. Um, let's talk. Let's just touch on Reese Brand. I know you probably haven't even looked at him yet, no. but uh, but well, we'll just kind of gloss over that. If if Nevada does not get past McDonald County on Friday, then it'll be a trip to Reed Spring on Monday night to see the Lady Wolves. I will tell. I know Blake hasn't bothered to look at their video yet. He won't do it until over the weekend yep. <laughs> if he has to. But uh, they're six and fifteen on the year. They've been struggling on the season, so that game would be at Reed Spring on Monday night. I figure it's probably JV and varsity. It should be, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so 6 o'clock probably for JV, followed by the varsity. And uh, if uh, they are at Reed Spring, we'll be there. If they're at Marshfield, we'll be there. If they're somewhere else, we'll be there yeah. on, on Monday. So uh, so we'll look forward to it. But you got two big ones, uh, regardless who the, the opponent is on Monday. Two big ones coming up. So should be fun. And, gosh, uh, I know the boys are seeding their district tournament on the 19th. When's yours? The same time. Same day. Yeah, uh, our same date. Uh, we're actually doing a virtual meeting uh, on the 19th. So, uh, well, uh, yeah, yours is at Harrisonville. Boys are at Pleasant Hill. Yep. And uh, I think we're playing Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the game times. So, yeah, boys are Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday this yep. year. Yep. 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 So, well, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out on the yeah. 19th. Well, and for those who are interested at this point, uh, Nevada's in a very good position to try to get that number one seed. Uh, they've got a 40 point winner for Pleasant Hill, who's 12 and 8. Notre Dame Dacian is the the other team that's in the mix in a five team district, eleven and nine, and the only thing they could really claim would be their strength of schedule, I guess. Yeah, and I think they they did play P Hill uh, maybe a week or two ago, and they beat them by twenty or thirty. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I think that's gonna what it comes down to is gonna be us and Decion. So, uh, you know, we got to continue to play, continue to get better, and and just put ourselves in a good position when it comes time for districts. All right, look forward to it. It's got we got a lot going on over the next couple of weeks. It is that time of the that time of the it is. So, yep. yeah, keep it rolling. Best of luck on uh, Friday night at McDonald County going for that Big 8 West title. We're looking, looking forward to it, and we'll see you down there. You bet. Thank you, Mike. Lady, uh, Lady Tiger Head basketball coach Blake Howarth. When we come back, we'll switch the boys. Head coach Sean Gray steps in next. This is Tiger Talk on 97.5 FM, KNMO.